0: Well, when you tell me for a whole year <laughs> that I'm not in the proper place to affect change, so we can get low-income families to remain in Maplewood, then I'm going to look to see where I need to go to make that change to affect that change. And it was City Council. You're right. Technically, it, it uh, serving as mayor of Maplewood is a part-time job, but I don't do anything part-time. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air.
1: St. Louis wasn't the only local municipality to elect its first black female mayor last week. One week ago, Maplewood voters chose as their new mayor, Nikailin Knapper, ousting incumbent Barry Greenberg. And she joins us today. So, Mayor-elect Nikailin Knapper, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you for having me and inviting me to your show, Sarah. I appreciate you. So
1: first, I have to say congratulations on your victory. Uh, you won 58% of the vote. Were you surprised the margin was that high?
0: You know, I think it's, it's still all setting in for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I haven't really even thought about that. Um, I know that my campaign crew and I had a a certain number that we were trying to make sure we reached, and we did surpass it. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, I'm just more grateful than anything.
1: So what do you think Maplewood voters were saying uh, when they chose you over the the town-sitting mayor?
0: I think that they are saying what they want, which is to look towards the future, mm-hmm. um, to have innovative solutions for long-standing problems that we've had. And I also think that they are wanting and looking for our city council and myself um, to work together as a team. Mm -hmm. And so I'm I'm overjoyed to have the opportunity to do all of that. So you moved to
1: Maplewood not quite five years ago. What made you decide, you know what, I need to run
0: for mayor? I kind of have to take you through the steps that got me to that point where I made that decision. Um, so like you said, I moved to Maplewood with my family uh, about five years ago. And um, my husband and I found this beautiful house in Maplewood. And I didn't know anything about Maplewood, but I knew I needed to live in this house. Hmm. And so thankfully, um, we were able to get the house, and then we were able to um, like establish friendships in our community, mm-hmm. excuse me, and uh, get to know folks. And so I started on the PTO, uh, Parent Teacher Organization for um, our school district. And then from there I ran and was successful in getting a seat as a director on our MRH school board and then from that point, I started working with my colleagues on the board. And I just thought, you know, the first thing that we did was we worked together to create and unanimously pass a an educational equity um, policy. Hmm. And after that, I started looking at families that were having to leave because they couldn't afford to live in maplewood anymore Hmm. and so i went to my mentor who's maria langston on the school board and i would i would ask her like you know what can we do to make sure that our low-income families can stay here Mm -hmm. and then she would say to me this is not the proper place to do that work, the proper place is city council. Hmm. Well, when you tell me for a whole year <laughs> that I'm not in the proper place to affect change so we can get low income families to remain in Maplewood, then I'm going to look to see where I need to go to make that change, to affect that change. And it was city council. Hmm. And so that's what um, brought me to wanting to serve with city council.
1: Well, that makes complete sense. I can see, okay, if this is what can change the, the thing that I don't like here, I'm going to go do that. But how do you make that jump from instead of running for city council, running for mayor?
0: So I currently live in Ward 3 of Maplewood and I've believe that we have good representation on council, Mm -hmm. on council member. Jenny Schmidt is amazing. Council member Sean Falkingham has done great work for years for our ward. And so I don't believe in running against um, representatives that are doing the work that you would like them to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did not see the same work coming from um, our current mayor. And so that's what made me decide, like, OK, I'm going to run for mayor because in my ward, I'm fine with the representation. I think they're doing great. Um, but I'm I'm not fully pleased with the work that's being done by our current mayor. Hmm. That makes sense.
1: And I understand that as you were thinking about this and, and all of this uh, was marinating, that something occurred in your neighborhood. This was in the wake of, of George Floyd's death, where you began to, to really think even more seriously about this. What happened at that point?
0: Yes, so I had been frustrated with um, some inactions that I, I thought I saw our mayor doing or not doing, rather. And you're you're right; it, that wasn't enough for me to still just go forward and say I'm going to run for mayor. Um, I think for me, the the I don't know <laughs> if we call it a breaking point or an aha moment mm-hmm. was when. I was um, looking at Facebook, and this was about two weeks after Mr. Floyd was murdered. And I was looking at Facebook, and I saw in a community organizing group that someone had placed a um, post about some chalk art that was placed on a fence. Uh, and the chalk art read, you know, Black Lives matter, say their names, and then there were names of other African-American people who had uh, died by the hands of police officers across the country. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, like, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, Sarah, um, having to see the murder of Mr. Floyd was traumatic mm-hmm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, However, particularly me, I have black sons, and so you know that unfortunately is a reality that I have to face as a black mother, and um, that is a fear that I have to hold and try to protect my children from. And so I'm going back to the Facebook group, and I see uh, that a neighbor had took a picture of the fence, and then it posted uh, in this group that graffiti was on this fence, and that if they, if anyone wanted to call the police and report it, they could use the picture as evidence. They called this chalk art, graffiti? Yes. Yes.
1: And and was the person who posted this, they were posting this to say, you know, do this, this is graffiti, or this was someone
0: responding to what was meant to be a more
1: positive post?
0: No, this, this was, this was someone that was concerned, uh, about Black Lives Matter being in chalk on a fence, and they were posting it to wow. let to let anyone know that they could call the police and report this graffiti. Wow! I mean, what what was going through your mind at that point, seeing this post? You know, <laughs> I have to tell you, I I was so shaken by that post um, that I so I am I am um, an administrative judge, and. For the US Department of Agriculture and I had um I had work to do that day, but mm-hmm. I was so shaken by that post that I had to take a little time mm-hmm. off of work to gather myself. Um so yes. And, and <laughs> it did was,
1: you I mean I it's a lot.
0: Yeah. I mean, just hearing you tell this, I can see how
1: did you end up responding to this post or did you hold yourself back?
0: I did respond to that post, but I didn't, I didn't respond the way I think that some people um, are used to responding. Mm. I think, you know, with social media, um, some people are used to responding in the comment section. I don't respond that way. Mm. I respond directly to people that I know have an ability to make a change. And so uh, with that post, I went to the leaders of that um, group. And I asked I talked to them about it, and I asked them to address it, and they did. Hmm. They took it down. Um, I think it stayed up for a little bit. Um, that I will say to their credit, they do not. Uh, they don't try to censor anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just tell you that the name of the group is Maple Good, um, which is a fabulous grassroots community group that we have in Maplewood. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of many, as a matter of fact. Um, but the leaders of Maple Good don't. Uh, tried to censor. Um and so they they did tell people, you know, be mindful, be um, try to show some kindness, try to think um beyond yourself and your feelings. Um I think eventually the person that posted it took the post down.
1: Okay. So you felt the group handled it ultimately in a way that that was appropriate, but...
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: But so this, it feels like this was this moment where you wanted to say, this isn't who Maplewood needs to be.
0: Was that the thinking there? That's exactly what it was. Um, It was just, I have to do something. I have to let my neighbors know that we are all in this together. This is our community. um, And there are many different facets of our community. And if someone like myself, an African-American woman is not present, doesn't have a seat at the table, so I can be um, a different voice in the room, then our community will never know that. Mm. And so, yes, that... That experience pushed me um, and then thankfully, you know, I I tell you what, being on PTO, um, taking part in your local um, your local political clubs, it, it allows you to meet a lot of good people. And I've, I've had that opportunity. So, you know, that experience on top of making good connections, good friends with folks that want change Um have really brought me to where I am today, where I get to talk with you. Hmm. <laughs> so Maplewood's
1: history, beyond just, you know... Oh posts on Facebook that <laughs> I don't I don't even want to try to characterize it. But there is a, a very serious history of racial discrimination within the city, just as there are in many cities across the metro area. You know, there were housing covenants that didn't allow African American residents. And just a few years back, the Equal Housing Opportunity Commission had to sue over this nuisance ordinance. It basically punished residents who'd been involved with 911 calls. And it turned out in these statistics they gathered in this lawsuit, it was used disproportionately against Black residents, um, some of whom were the victims of domestic violence. Do you feel like the city is struggling with a, an even bigger problem than what that Facebook post might indicate?
0: I'm going to say no. Hmm. I don't think we're struggling with it anymore. I think, we, I think that Maplewood was struggling with it um, when, when it was having to go through uh, that lawsuit. But now I don't think that we are struggling with it anymore. I think now we are seeing it for what it is and we are going to address it. We are already, when I say we, I'm talking about city council. Um, I'm talking about uh, families that are in our community. I'm talking about um, elders that are in our community, like folks that have been here for uh, 40 years uh, voted for me. They voted for change. They voted for the future. So, yeah, I don't think it's a struggle anymore. I think it's we acknowledge it's an acknowledgement. And um, it's also the taking up the challenge that we are going to address it and we are going to work towards a more um, equitable and inclusive community. Hmm.
1: So one of the big challenges for you in this new role is that under the charter, it's a weak mayor system. You, you don't. It's going to be hard to bend the council to your will. Um, how much change do you think you can accomplish with the limited powers that are given to the mayor in that charter? You
0: know... I have to say, I, I have never, um, I know this is not your question, Sarah, but I, I if you would just give me some grace, I'd like sure. to address what you just said. Um, I have no intention to bend our city council to uh, my will. Mm. I think that power should expand, not limit. And uh, if I attempted to bend our city council to my will, then I would be limiting power. Um, so I definitely will not do that i am a collaborator and i plan to collaborate with city council uh, members i want to know what their priorities are for their wards as well as maplewood as a whole and i believe that we are aligned uh, in a lot of things um, especially like the things that i have discussed on my platform Um, i i the great thing the great thing about being on school board is i have actually established partnerships with uh, many of our city council members Mm -hmm. already and so i am very aligned um, in the service that i want to provide to our city and um, i'm aligned with them on that so yeah definitely all collaboration no um, bending of will it definitely some give and take i know that I, i probably won't get everything that i would like but I'm going to try. And I would, you know, offer the same to my colleagues on mm-hmm. the council.
1: So it is supposed to be a part-time job. Uh, do you think it will
0: be a part-time job for you? <laughs> absolutely not. No, <laughs> absolutely.
1: <laughs> Are you going to keep that, that job, uh, the federal law judge that you've been doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. You'd have two full-time jobs. <laughs>
0: I will. I will. I will um, you know, yes, you're right. Technically, it, it, uh, serving as mayor of Maplewood is a part-time job, but I don't do anything part-time. Um, so many, many people know that about me. I've actually already started doing work um, uh, in in my capacity of mayor elect, um, so we can hit the ground running when I am installed on April 27th. So, mm. yeah, it's no part time. <laughs> so,
1: I mean, you are going to be very busy. I, I should also mention you have three kids. Um, yeah, this is yes. You're going to have a very full plate. Those feel like three full time jobs, frankly. Um, but yes. April 27th, that day is coming up. What's going through your mind as you think about getting started on leading the city of Maplewood?
0: Um. That is a great question. I think what's going through my mind right now is um, making sure that I have an opportunity to talk and listen to our um, city council members, uh, to our acting city manager, and to our community members. Like that's really at the forefront of my mind. Um, I did canvas during the campaign. And I was able to speak with some neighbors, but I really would like to have some town halls uh, for the city of Maplewood, I'd like to have some coffee talks, or porch visits uh, in different wards, I like to hear from the people that I'm serving. Um, And so as long as I can do that, that I, I will be happy, you know, with with the work that I need to do when I when I first get started as mayor. Mm.
1: Well, Maplewood Mayor-elect Mikailin Knapper, thank you so much for joining us today. And we wish you the best of luck as as you get started in this, uh, this very big, kind of, not really part-time, full-time job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you so much, Sarah, for inviting me and having me today. I appreciate you. This is St. Louis on the Air
1: on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.